Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast, helping visionaries make the impact they were meant to make. In this episode, we're going to check yourself to see if you are taking care of your golden goose. But before that, let's see if I have taken care of my pillow in a short funny papers. Three years ago, we left New York and moved to Pennsylvania. We made the move in two trips. About a week before our lease ran out, we rented the truck and we loaded it up with everything that was left in the house and the outside and the garage along with the majority of the things that we did and used day to day. We did not pack up our air mattresses, a couple of pillows, a couple of blankets, a couple of clothes. We left a couple of things in the cabinets, a couple of odds and ends that were in the garage that maybe didn't fit into the truck. The intention was we'll get most of everything, 98% of our stuff down, and we'll drive the truck, which I did, and then my wife, Teresa, drove the van with the kids. And of course, my son, Kenny, wanted to ride in the truck, which I obliged. And then we came back a couple days later because there was an end-of-year ceremony for our Royal Rangers group to give out awards. And then we had a, kind of like a barbecue, like a gathering with some friends from church and Royal Rangers. Kind of a last hurrah to say goodbye to our friends. It was really sad. And we had a few more days at our house so it was nice. We just kind of slept on the floor in that air mattress, blankets, pillows, basics, a couple of things left in the garage. Called over Ian, who bought my old business, and said, I got some stuff left in the garage. What do you want? Here's cleaning gear. Here's some different pieces of lumber, which I should have thinking kept them since the lumber's worth 20 times more now. Oh, well, Ian, you got a good deal. So we got rid of the stuff we could, and then whatever was left, packed it up in the pickup truck, which we had left there for the week. Teresa drove the van with the kids, and again, I drove the pickup truck with the teenager, who at the time was a new teenager at 13. We drove down. It was a good ride, and on the way down, Teresa got to the house first in the moving truck, and I wanted to stop at a few places, so stopped at Walmart. Went in Walmart, had to get a couple odds and ends, came back out, didn't think much of it, like, you know... The back of the pickup truck was full of our stuff. We're going in the store. I mean, there's nothing really of high value there. I didn't think to move anything out of the pickup truck. And I know what you're thinking. We come back from Walmart. We look, and the pickup truck was bone dry. There was nothing in the back. There was no wheels. It was completely stripped. No, that what that didn't happen at all. No, no, no. The truck was fine. The back cargo was fine. We got in the truck. Yeah, this is uneventful, right? Like, build up all that for nothing, right? And we drive the truck back to the house. We're unloading. And as we're wrapping up, I'm exhausted. We're getting into bed. And I'm like, Teresa, where's my pillow? She's like, "Uh, I don't know. Where'd you put it? Well, it was in the... Oh, yeah, I had it in the truck in the one bin. I said, where's that bin? She says, oh, I unpacked that bin a while ago. I said, where'd you put the pillow? There was no pillow. Um, well... What do you mean? And so we went back and forth. I searched the entire house and garage at midnight and found no pillow. 
left only with the conclusion that someone stole my $100 five-year-old Tempur-Pedic pillow out of the back of my truck when I was at Walmart. Come on, people. Let the man have some sleep. All right, let's dig into this episode. Take care of your golden goose. This one is definitely going to convict you. And I want you to listen to this one twice. As I wrote out the show notes for it, I was deeply convicted again. And I was convicted the first time when I heard Stephen Covey share it in his epic book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. It's hard to believe that I had never even read this book. I'm like, wow, I never read it. I'm going to read it. And the book is literally eating me alive. So what do I mean by that, eating me alive? Well, think of this. You're out at night, it's summertime, mosquitoes start to attack. Whatever you're doing, you stop what you're doing because the mosquitoes are attacking you. They're eating you alive. And it causes you to stop your game and focus on the mosquitoes. That's what this book has been doing to me. I read a chapter and it's like the mosquitoes stinging me all over, ooh, ow, ooh, causing me to bleed, causing me to be in pain and reflect upon my bug bites and on my life. That's what this book does. And he even shares in the beginning of his book that you should read one chapter and then stop, reflect, think, apply, implement. I've been doing that. It's taken me a while to read this book because I'm looking and searching and really reflecting into what Stephen Covey is teaching me. I want to share a concept that was one of these major, major stings from the mosquito that took me off track, caused me to stop and think and think and think. I'm still thinking about it. In fact, it's caused me to create a podcast episode from it. So let's talk about this concept. Have you ever heard the full story of the goose that laid the golden eggs in Aesop's fables? If not, go back and look it up. Here's the summary, even as Stephen Covey told it in the book. The farmer discovers a golden egg and gets rich from the daily production of gold from his golden goose. It's amazing. Every day, a new golden egg. But the farmer gets greedy and he wants more than one day's production. He decides to kill the goose, thinking he can open up the goose and get more eggs out of it versus waiting for the gold to come day by day. To his horror, the golden goose has no golden eggs inside. Even worse, the goose is now destroyed as well. Stephen Covey relates this to the business that purchases an expensive machine. This new machine can create widgets better and faster than anything else out there. So the owner cranks its output to top capacity. He only cares about the output and therefore never schedules proper downtime to maintain the machine. You know what happens next, don't you? Eventually the machine crashes or fails. All production stops and widgets cease. The machine either requires a significant level of time and investment to repair and get it back online, or worse, the business has killed their golden goose and needs to buy a new one, if there's another goose to be bought. In either example, they thought they were being productive and pumping out profits, but in the long run, they were worse off 
with a machine that breaks and they would have been better off with their old reliable system of consistent widget production. So what is the lesson here? Does the business decide to stay where they were? No, of course not. Progressive improvements in technology increase profits. They are inevitable and we must embrace them. They make us better, smarter, faster. However, the business does need to follow the maintenance instructions to ensure that the machine performs at a top level for a long time. Are you catching my drift yet? Do you see the practical applications to your life and business? I've got three for you to ponder. So Stephen Covey, thank you for this start. I'm going to add to it. Can you believe that? I just put myself in the same sentence as a Stephen Covey book. I feel even smarter. Number one, how well are you taking care of your machines? Are you doing the scheduled maintenance on your vehicles and vacuum cleaners? They will function for a long time, that is for sure, if you take care of them. I've learned the hard way many times with machine downtime. There's an episode I did caught red-handed where my machine overheated, the power switch fried, and I was left without a vacuum for a day. That's only a day. I've been without a vacuum for longer. I didn't have a backup. Well, what could I have done differently? In this case, the power switch was heating up and failed. I sensed the heat in the wire weeks before and ignored it. How I sense it? The wire was hot when I finished vacuuming. If I touched the metal where it plugged into the wall, it was very hot. I didn't touch the metal, but it shouldn't be that hot. What was happening is that there was a buildup. The motor was having to work harder, for one, because there was a lot of dust in the filters. Had I replaced a few of the filters inside, it would have taken less strain off the motor. That caused some friction inside, which pushed the heat through the switch and caused the failure of the switch to go faster. Just go back and listen to Caught Red-Handed. Other times I've had machines break down. How about cars? I have forgotten to maintenance my car. Oil changes is a big one. How about tune-ups? And what about transmission fluid and changing your tires, rotating your tires? Why would I do all that? Well, if you don't, your car is going to break down. And instead of paying a couple hundred dollars every few months to do the maintenance, you can buy a new engine or a new transmission or a new vehicle every two years. You don't want to do that. You don't want to buy new vacuum cleaners all the time. You don't want to buy new cars all the time. So here's what I'm recommending. Take care of your machines. Those are the first golden goose for your business. And why do I say these machines are golden geese to your business? Okay, if you don't have a car, have you ever tried to walk to work while carrying all of your cleaning gear? Walking with all of your gear might take you a little bit of time. In fact, instead of cleaning two or three houses in a day, you might not even make it to your first one. What about the vacuum cleaner? Okay, let's get real, people. Have you ever had a vacuum cleaner that broke and you either had to use your client's vacuum or you had to use a broom? Yeah, there are still some cleaners out there old schooling with a broom and dustpan to clean floors. You had no idea how long it takes to broom sweep a floor versus having what I've got, which is a backpack vacuum. We're talking 100x faster. You don't want that. Trust me, these machines are golden geese your business. Here's the second one. How well are you taking care of your people? Do you offer your employees enough money, time off, benefits, flexibility to have proper balance in their life? 
Or do you burn out your people to crank out work while you claim to be an absentee owner? This is a harsh thing to say, I know. But I have seen this in our industry. There are owners right now, and possibly even listening to this podcast, that are dumping so much on their teams or top people in the name of delegation. These star players are feeling more and more overwhelmed. And like placing one grain of rice on a scale at a time, eventually the scale tips. This is called the point of critical mass or the breaking point. And eventually your rice dropping will burn out your people. You keep loading them up, they're going to hit their breaking point with one insignificant piece of rice that you put on. You won't understand why it happened and they will totally shut down just like that high cost machine that Stephen Covey talks about. But unlike a machine, people just can't be fixed. They become damaged and need significant emotional and mental help. So I urge you to stop killing your golden goose and give your people proper maintenance. I have a friend in the industry, Kelly Jones, who runs The Cleaning Girl out of Wilmington, Delaware. She is amazing at protecting her people and the golden goose in which they are for her company. And by the way, why are people and your employees golden geese? Think about it. I've cleaned solo for 16 years. Many of you have cleaned solo. Cleaning solo, it's an art. It's a science. You can do very well with it. I have. But when you've got a team of people cleaning multiple houses, instead of two or three houses a day, how about 20 to 30 houses in a day? If you've got that much business, I'm telling you, your people are your golden geese. You've got to take great care of them so they can continue to clean those houses. Or if your people are in the office, they can continue to run your scheduling or continue to bring the sales coming in or run the books, whatever they're doing. You don't want to put too much rice on them, okay? Now, let's go back to Kelly. Here's what she does, and I'll be sharing this more in an upcoming podcast interview that I've done with Kelly, which is not released yet. Kelly's a mom, and she knows the pressures and stresses and responsibilities of being a mom. She has designed her employment to hire moms just like her. She knows her moms need money and lots of flexibility with their kids, school schedules and sicknesses and different things they have to do after school. And Kelly only takes on clients that fit into her puzzle of what her moms can do. See, it's a beautiful thing what Kelly is doing. She's taking care of her people. She has built a company that the people she wants to help can perform at and still manage and maintain their family life. They can do both things. Kelly provided an opportunity to work and make money and have flexibility and be an amazing mom. There's not too many rice grains falling on Kelly's scale of employees. And thus, it's one of the main reasons why The Cleaning Girl has very low turnover and a great reputation in her home state of Delaware. How about the third golden goose? And this is the one that's going to really get you if the first two haven't already. Are you ready? Here comes the hook. How well are you taking care of yourself? The final question is in regards to you. You are the golden goose that provides a lifestyle to your family. 
How are you treating your machine? Are you eating well, sleeping well, taking time for me time, enjoying nature, playing with your kids, reading and growing and spending valuable time with those that you love? This is why you build your business, right? Well, the truth is that most of us are burning the candle at both ends. We are adding rice to our own scale of life at a fast pace, and one day we will crash and burn. This fall will harm a lot of people because it's not just you. It's your spouse, it's your kids, it's your employees, your clients. It's the people in your community that you were helping before you burned out. All those people are now affected because you overloaded yourself. You chose not to take care of you and now a lot of people are suffering because of it. Do you see how much of a ripple that you leave? Smart Cleaning School, don't do this to yourself. Don't do this to your employees. Don't do this to your machines. These are the golden geese that are running your life and business. You've got to take care of them. They will perform miracles every single day for you, just like the golden goose in Aesop's fables. But you've got to take time. You've got to maintenance the machines. You've got to give your people what they need to win and have flexibility if that's what they want and balance. And you've got to give yourself a break. You need time. You need to take care of you so that you can be the best you for everyone else all around you that needs you. Have an incredible week. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School. Class is dismissed. <laughs>